You're listening to an End of the Age replay. Welcome to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're so glad that you have joined us today. We are taking your calls. The number to join us on the air is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. I do want to remind you that this month is special because we've had a partner um, say that they're going to double all contributions up to $50,000 towards the Understand the End Time production that is happening right now. And we are actually $20,000 short of our match campaign goal, and it ends tomorrow. So if you want to join up with this where your $100 donation can turn into $200, $500 turns into $1,000, and so on, uh, go to endtime.com slash U-E-T, U-E-T that is, or give us a call at 800-END-TIME, and you can contribute to the Understand the End Time production. <coughs> Excuse me. It's going to be a wonderful series. It's going to touch millions of lives around the world, and we're so excited to be producing this right now and hopeful to get it out by December. So donate today. We're $20,000 short of our goal. Go to endtime.com slash UET. Doug, before we get into it, I guess I uh, want to make sure everyone knows that you're speaking this Sunday morning. <laughs> Thanks, Vince. Yes, I One am. One of the most important things we could be talking oh, about today. Sure, yeah. Well, we have What's the details on that. We just have a service that we call First Sunday service uh, every month, and so First Sunday service consists of us having like a Sunday school type lesson, and then have our regular church service. And so I've been asked to um, to teach that first hour this Sunday. Once again, this will be my second time to do that, so I'm looking forward to that, and I hope that. Um, if you're in that area, hey, come out and see us. It starts What's at that 10 area? Nobody knows. Gladewater, Texas. It's Abundant Life Church in Gladewater, Texas, 409 Money Street. So come on out and visit us. And uh, we start at 10 o'clock, and we'll be wrapped up uh, by 12. So Cool. There you go. Yeah. So they have first Sunday, and you're the featured speaker. Well, I mean. For that big event. Not really, but whatever. <laughs> All right, well. If you're in the Gladewater area, what's that big city nearby? You told me it before. Um, We're between Tyler and Longview. Okay. Is where Gladewater A lot of people is. could come out. Yeah. yeah. If you're not going to be in church anywhere, or if you want to make special plans to be with Doug that morning, I highly recommend it. Great yeah. speaker. One of the best you'll hear all year. So go <laughs> to, uh, or actually you can't go anywhere. It's not listed because he didn't tell us in time. But, no. Um, <laughs> you it's can, just uh, a teaching, too. It's not that big a deal, but you guys Don't downplay it, Doug. <laughs> People need your teaching. In All their right. Life. Well, come on out, folks. I'd be happy to meet you. It's Is it going to be streamed? To it will not be streamed. Okay. Uh, no, sir. So. All right. So you, if you're going to do it, you've got to be there in person. So it's super exclusive. Yeah. And I'm sure Doug would chat with you um, before or after service as well. So Absolutely. Come on out. All right, Doug. Chaos, civil unrest, mm-hmm. uh, major flooding happening, wars and rumors of wars. And a whole lot more going on right now. How in the world can we not be troubled? Yeah, well, you know, there there is a lot going on. There's a lot of people that maybe are troubled a little bit. Uh, I get, you know, a lot of emails from folks that are saying, what are we supposed to do? You know, I mean, what if this is this? What if this is that? Um, well, the one thing the Lord told us is fear not. And so we, we can't have fear in these times. But it is interesting at all the things that are taking place and how... Prophecy just appears to be lining up. It, when we do a program like this, Vince, it's always interesting because we we can pull from different things that are happening in the world. It's not like we're just focusing on one particular uh, instant or one particular 
uh, thing that's going on in the media. We're looking at several different things today, and we're going to be able to kind of tie those in with Scripture. So um, very interesting times we live in, but not a time to be afraid, but a time to uh, build your faith. I just saw a clip of missiles or bombs. I'm not exactly sure how they'd be classified, but in Baghdad there are, there's a clip going around on um, Twitter and you know you see that happening you see the floods in uh, is it Pakistan where the Afghanistan flood, Afghanistan mm-hmm. where the flooding is um and and just so much more chaos going on um it's it's tough to not be troubled in a broken world like we live in and the answer is actually really simple but unfortunately not a lot of people know what the solution is and so that's what we're going to get in today. I'm sorry, it is Pakistan. You're right. I'm okay. sorry. Pakistan's with the <laughs> yeah, flooding. Yeah, okay. Pakistan. That's the flooding. So don't be troubled. That's the don't key. Don't be troubled. We have, we have no reason to be troubled. When you stop and think about what's going on, Doug, I'm sure that you've gone through trials in your life. Would that be true? Absolutely true. Yeah. And really. you didn't know where the answer was coming right. from. And, you know, just like the rest of us, many of us, You've been kind of concerned about what tomorrow may bring or how something was going to work out or mm-hmm. how a relationship would be would be mended. Um, there's a lot to be troubled about if you look through a lens that is outside of the Word of God. Yeah. But when we start with the Word of God, when we seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, when we seek first that, when our priorities align properly, then all of a sudden being troubled... Is secondary. Absolutely. This world is full of anxiety, Doug. I know anxiety is a real thing. I know people really do struggle with depression and they really do struggle with hurts and they really do, um, they've really gone through troubled times at a church where the pastor has hurt them or uh, someone sitting across the aisle has hurt them at church. These things are all very real things that are going on, but in spite of the assurance that those things will come, we don't have to be troubled. I don't always know the answer, Doug. Yeah. Well, I mean, none of us do. And that's the thing. We don't know all the answers all the time. But the bottom line is we can always look back uh, to the promises that the Lord has made us. And we can, uh, you know, we can gain trust and hope and uh, just see where His mercies are enduring every day, like the Word says. Uh, you know, we do go through trials. We're, my family's going through a trial right now. And so uh, there are things that come our way. And the Lord didn't say that we wouldn't have those trials, Vince. You know, He said that uh, we would have trials, we would have tribulations. But He's come so that He can overcome the world in those trials and tribulations for us. And all we have to do is have our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ because He's done all the work for us. He's already won the battles for us. We just have to gain uh, from His strength and from uh, the truth of his words. So. Yeah, but there are people who are doing that, mm-hmm. and yet they're troubled. Oh yeah, I don't know how to reconcile that all the time. <laughs> well, sometimes you know, Vince. I mean, our flesh is something that our spirit is always going to be battling with, and sure. our flesh is something that uh, is going to react to things in a fleshly manner. It's you know, we're not all the time. These two guys you see on the screen right now, sometimes we get I'm, emotional I, I about things. I feel like things. I'm pretty much the same moment. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes we get emotional about things. Uh, we might get upset about news we, we hear. We never do that on the show. Not on the show. No. I, are you kidding me? <laughs> well, we're going to get into some details <laughs> yeah. about this. We don't want you to be troubled. 
we don't want to be troubled ourselves. And so we're going to talk about some ways, some things going on in the world where some people are getting troubled about it. We're going to talk about some ways on how to navigate those times that come and that will trouble us if we aren't thinking about it properly, if we aren't praying about it properly. So uh, stay tuned for more. Don't forget to share. We'll be right back on Into the Age. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com slash future or call 800 endtime. That's 800-363-8463. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. You're listening to an End of the Age replay. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here. We're taking your calls. We have open lines too. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're covering a wide variety of topics today, so we look forward to hearing from you, getting your perspective on some of those subjects. And also, we don't want you to be troubled. So we're specifically focusing in on don't be troubled. No matter what you see, you know, a lot of times what we see is not a good reflection of what the Lord is up to. You know, there's been storms, and in spite of the storms, Jesus is full of peace. We've read that story many times. Mm-hmm. He brings peace to the storm, and so on. I mean, the children of Israel faced a sea, and there's no way to get through it, and the waters are parted, and they walk through on dry ground. There's story after story, many that we can refer to personally as well, many that I'm sure you've had your yourself or your family has had, And we just want to remind you today, don't be troubled. Lots of stories are happening right now. Lots of stories are on their way that are coming in the future according to Bible prophecy. But we don't have to be troubled in spite of how troubled times may appear in front of us. Uh, Before we dive off into it, I want to remind you again, we have a special month this month. We're doing a match campaign towards our Understanding the End Time production. We're about $20,000 short 
of our match campaign goal. And so if you could help us get to that goal, uh, we would appreciate it very much. Your contributions up to $50,000 are going to be doubled through tomorrow. So go to endtime.com slash UET or give us a call at 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463 and tell the person that answers the phone that you want to donate to the match campaign towards understanding the end time. appreciate it very much, Doug. As far as conferences go, I don't know if there's a conference happening this weekend. I have failed to check on that. But you uh, can go to endtime.com slash events and learn more about our upcoming events. If there's not one happening this weekend, there's one coming very soon. So be sure to go there or give us a call to learn more about that. I can't believe that August is almost over. Well, tomorrow's the last day of August. I know. How about that? And then... We're into September. They're going to Israel. I mean, man, things are happening quickly. Yep. Can't it's almost wait. as if time sped up or something. It's almost like that. Yeah. We have a lesson about that. <laughs> what Chaos, Doug. Yeah. Don't be troubled. What are we talking about today? Well, so there's a major development that's happening, uh, as you said correctly, a while ago, Pakistan, and, and I misinformed you there. But mm-hmm. it is actually in Pakistan. It's one of the things that we're going to talk about today. And it's interesting because they, of course, are tying this in with global warming and talking about the effects of global warming. But this article actually names a, a country to blame there. Um, actually, a, a couple of different countries, but one in particular is to blame. So that's why I wanted to mention this today because we know that along with the sustainable development, Agenda 2030, these are things they talk about uh, with the world government. They're talking about uh, global Um, climate change they're talking about the green new deal they want us to be uh, to have no more fossil fuels they want us to move into electronic uh, vehicles they want us to uh, you know begin to have uh, a digital footprint that they can look after and they can watch and they can track you with so it's just interesting because this is more world government more of the agenda more of the propaganda And so that's why we start off with this story today of the floods in Pakistan. Well, the story is from the Washington Post, and the title is UN Chief Calls Pakistan Floods a Climate Catastrophe. Mm -hmm. The story says, as Pakistan seeks aid to cope with deadly and costly flooding, many politicians and activists demand that the United States and other rich countries compensate poor nations for damage caused by none other than global warming. Mm -hmm. So because the United States has caused so much damage through global warming, they want us to pay for these damages, or at least a large chunk of it. Right. Since mid-June, torrential rain has changed the landscape of Pakistan, submerging villages and fields, destroying homes, and killing at least a 1,000 people. But if the human toll is catastrophic, the financial toll is almost unimaginable. According to Pakistan's financial minister, the damage so far is likely to exceed $10 billion. Yeah. Or 4% of the country's annual gross domestic product. On Tuesday, UN Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez made a video appeal for aid to Pakistan saying... Let's stop sleepwalking towards the destruction of our planet by climate change. Right. The Pakistani people are facing a monsoon on steroids. The relentless impact 
of epical levels of rain and flooding as we continue to see more and more extreme weather events around the world. It is outrageous that climate action is being put on the back burner as global emissions of greenhouse gases are still rising, putting all of us everywhere in growing danger. Yeah. I'm just curious how much the UN has contributed, both (laughs) financially and to this said climate change. I know, but everybody's flying their planes over to Davos to have these meetings with the World Economic Forum. Including uh, Secretary General Gutierrez. Yes. Interesting there. Mm -hmm. Um, But even as Pakistan turns to donors around the world asking for aid, there is one thing that the country will almost certainly not receive. Compensation from the countries, including the United States, that are most responsible for planet warming greenhouse gas emissions. So that sounded to me like in that article they're saying the United States is the most responsible. They they for. said that exact thing. Yeah. Well, that and they they said including so yeah. obviously United States and other countries. Um, so yeah, that's that's definitely what they said, Doug. Mm-hmm. They mentioned uh, Germany, United Kingdom, and Japan also heating up the planet. Yeah. Um, because um, they think we should provide funding for the cost. Right. From heat waves, floods, droughts, sea level rise, and other climate-related disasters. And we're becoming wealthy from burning the fossil fuels. Yeah, and so what do we have here? We really have socialism. That's what this is talking about. It's wanting to take from the richer nations, give to the poor nations. And, you know, we're because we're Christian and we do believe in helping people that are in need and, and need things, I can see where, you know, we could help as a nation – to help this country get back to where it was before the flooding started. But to say that because they contribute this to global warming and now we have to have these countries are the only countries that are going to do this because they're the ones that are contributing to this global warming, uh, is it's kind of crazy to think like that. Uh, you know, this goes back to the Paris Climate Accords uh, and what they wanted to do there, which was basically that, that they wanted to tax... Uh, the countries that had a um, a bigger greenhouse effect in their eyes uh, to the global warming. And so countries like um, that have a lot of industry like the United States of America and uh, some of the other larger nations that um, actually have these uh, industrial um, complexes, I guess, that uh, provide for many of the things that we have around the world, uh, they also say that we're polluting and then also with our vehicles, you know, there was just an article over the weekend where um, the governor there in California has declared that by 20, I think 2035, uh, they will no longer have any new sales of vehicles that run on fossil fuels. So they're trying to get everybody uh, to move toward uh, electric vehicles and things like that. Uh, in years past, I think two years ago, they passed a law where you couldn't have gas-powered uh, weed eaters, uh, lawnmowers, edgers, things of that nature that you used outside uh, to do your yard work. I was in Walmart last night in our local Walmart there, and we were in the gardening section, and I didn't see one gas-powered lawnmower in that Walmart. They were all these new high-powered electric lawnmowers. Mm. The bad thing about it, Vince, is I have to mow about seven acres where I live. I don't own the seven acres, but collectively as a family, we have about seven acres up there. And these are only charged for an hour and a half, 
use. I can't even mow my yard around my little house in an hour and a half. So you need to let all I, that grow so it enhances the oxygen levels. There you go. It just, yeah, it help cut down the greenhouse effect. Or, or maybe get a push mower, you know, the old kind with the blades that turn as you... I don't know what those you need goats is what you well no because yeah. you got to if you had the, goats then they're giving all they're the gas. animals are the number one contributor yeah so. yeah it's it's <sighs> a no win situation Vince you so. know that's what that's what drives me the most crazy is there really aren't any good solutions yeah attainable solutions being presented it's like I am the you know like I saw someone tweet this. Um, uh, as soon as Bill Gates and uh, Klaus Schwab start owning nothing and being happy about it, I'll yeah. give it a try. You know, so these guys and, and uh, these, these people that are telling us that we need to make these changes mm-hmm. to save our planet aren't making these changes themselves. So, yeah. you know, you need to stop driving um, your gas-powered cars while they're flying and they're gas-powered planes and all the you know all the hypocrisy that's associated with it and it's like okay if this is a serious issue there needs to be some attainable things you know like i i learned recently uh, a few years ago that you know this the whole recycling thing for for residents you know that live in the city Mm -hmm. there's a recycling option for a lot of cities and i learned that if if i don't uh, like i threw a, a almond butter jar into the recycle bin and my wife was like you know you're supposed to clean that out and I'm like what I'm supposed to clean the trash before I put it in the recycle bin Mm -hmm. yeah because you know um, if it gets in this skid of recyclable material and it has almond butter all over it it contaminates the whole skid and they have to throw the whole thing out I got to looking at it and it's and it's accurate and I'm going so I'm relying on my neighbor to clean out all their trash, and I'm supposed to do it as well. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm weary with the um, global warming agenda yeah. and all the things that they're telling me I need to do while they're not doing any of it. So, right. how in the world, especially when there's not really a good solution, how do we face that type of stuff without being troubled? Well, you know, the thing about events is the Bible does give us promises from God. It, it tells us certain things that the Lord has promised throughout time. And, uh, you know, I, I pulled two scriptures today just to kind of help us be able to share these with folks so that they see that we're really not in charge of the weather. Even though I know that there's people that, uh, you know, believe that there's the the harp is controlling weather and that the elites may have some kind of weather machine and things like that. But bottom line, this is a promise that we have from from Genesis uh, chapter 8. And it says, While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. That's a promise from God. That while the earth exists, we're not going to change the fact that there's going to be a summer, a fall, a winter, a spring. We're not changing any of that. That there's mm-hmm. not going to be a day and night. Until Jesus comes back, it's going to remain the way that it's been since creation. And we're not going to change that. Uh, and then there's another one, uh, you know, talking about the flooding issues because I've heard that the whole earth is going to flood. You've heard that. I mean, we heard Al Gore say that. Maybe you might be too young to remember back when Al Gore was saying that, you know, in 10 years from now, we're not going to have an earth. Well, here we are, you know, 30-something years since he made that statement. 
and uh, here we are still. But they talk about the uh, ice. He's, he's still here too. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And the has, same the same agenda. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and he has a huge house that I'm sure takes a lot of power to run that bad boy. But anyway. Uh, Genesis nine eleven says, And I will establish my covenant with you, neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of a flood, and neither shall there be any more be a flood to destroy the earth. So we know the entire earth is not going to flood like they tell us with the polar ice caps melting and things like that. You know, I actually just saw a report that they um, added the most ever recorded ice in one of those areas, I'm, I don't have the exact information in front of me, so I don't remember exactly what it is. But nonetheless, they've recorded the largest amount of ice addition in one single day. Wow. So it's it's a challenge. I must be too ignorant to understand is what I've boiled it down to. <laughs> All right. I mean, well, it's just... For real, I'm, I'm willing to be too ignorant. Well, sure. But I mean, I'm not going to be too ignorant to then... Just blindly comply, though. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> right. Absolutely. But, I mean, you know, Vince, we've been in a, a drought here for a while. Um, but then the other day, we had a rain that came, and we got eight inches, like, over the course of uh, an entire day. And, I mean, that's not the kind of rain you want to get because it causes all kinds of issues. It causes flash flooding, and people, you know, get stuck in water and lose their lives and things like that. But the the point I'm trying to make is the earth does go through cycles. And... Uh, we've had droughts before. I can remember back in 1980 when I was a kid, there was like 30 consecutive days of 100-plus temperatures. The the ground broke apart because we got this black dirt out here in Texas so bad that when we started our two-a-day practices, we couldn't practice on the normal practice field. We had to practice on our our football field that we played on, which they really didn't like you doing, but that's the only place that had grass on it. Everything else had such big cracks in it, you'd bust your ankle if you fell through one of those. But that also went away, and then, you know, we had the weather change again, and we go through cycles. That's what the earth does. And so uh, I'm not worried about these things, and I hope our listeners aren't either. I hope these aren't the type of things that cause fear. It's horrible what's happening in Pakistan. There's people losing their life. Uh, we know that we will, as a nation that loves people, is going to go and help in some way or another. Uh, but it's not the end of the world like they're screaming. Moral of the story, in regards to climate change, don't be troubled. Right. No matter what happens with the climate, Jesus is in control. He can decide when things happen and don't happen. We'll be right back to talk about some other subjects happening around the world. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. 
Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, part two. The late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. You're listening to an End of the Age replay. Welcome back to End of the Age. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Don't be overly concerned, Doug. Right. Fear not. Fear not. That's yeah. the moral of the story. Don't Amen. be troubled. In spite of what the media is telling you, in spite of what you see on social media, in spite of what sometimes your brain is telling you, <laughs> don't be troubled. We're going to get into more of this, but I do want to tell you it really helps us out a lot when you share this video, when you give us a heart instead of a thumbs up. That goes a long way. And then also just commenting and interacting. Um, it goes a long way as well, breaking through the algorithms, getting to your friends and family. Don't be troubled is not a message that's getting out there very much, and we want it to get out there. So be sure to uh, just take a uh, three seconds or less and hit the share icon, a share button and uh, help get this message out. There's chaos in the Middle East, Doug. It seems like there's always been chaos in the Middle East. Yeah. Um, so there's a story out right now talking about what's going on. There's protests and riots as of yesterday, broke out in Baghdad, which has resulted in the U.S. Embassy reportedly being evacuated and a curfew being imposed following the presidential palace being breached. According to officials, the unrest was sparked due to a prominent Iraqi Shia cleric announcing their exit from politics. Following the news, that Iraqi Shia cleric, Maqtada al-Sadar, confirmed his leaving of politics within the country, Unrest broke out within Baghdad's green zone. With the violence playing out within the city, U.S. Embassy employees were reportedly evacuated from the green zone via helicopter. Video captured from within the presidential palace showed scores of protesters engaged in violent clashes with palace personnel. In reality, the stage for political unrest within Iraq was set as far back as October of 2021 after Muqtada al-Sadar's party managed to win most of the seats in the country's election, but the attained seats weren't enough to form a majority government. This led to strife uh, uh, form, uh, for, uh, forming between Iraq, or excuse me, Iran-backed Shiites from within Iraq's government as the parties weren't entertaining the creation of consensus-driven government for the past several weeks. Muqtada al-Sadar's supporters had been staging sit-ins at government institutions. Yeah, so this is kind of... I think I said his name differently all three times. You did well, though. I mean, man, right through that, I couldn't have done it. I I commend you on that. You did a great job. 
but these, this is important because of a couple of reasons, Vince. And one of the reasons, uh, the main reasons, is this could mean that Iran could actually take over that country if they want to. They've tried before, but U.S.-backed uh, forces kind of helped the Iraqi government uh, get put in place after they took uh, out Saddam Hussein. So this is something just like the uh, Afghanistan debacle that happened last year. Now we're watching this kind of unfold. And this is kind of the fear of the Middle East. Uh, there's a lot of people that are afraid of this. This is one of the things, Vince, you know, that was in the, uh, in the Trump-Abraham uh, Accord agreement was that if these Middle Eastern nations would sign on to this Abraham Accords with Israel, that the United States would have a presence there that would keep Iran from gaining too much power and doing too uh, many things in the Middle East. Well, this is exactly the fear that everyone had uh, that got them on board with what Trump was talking about. That was kind of one of the ways that he swayed them was, hey, if you guys will make it uh, a, a peace agreement with Israel where you make it uh, to where you have um, you know, peace and prosperity and uh, you're signing these agreements to allow um, the trade and everything to open up in your countries with Israel. Uh, then we will help protect the region and keep uh, Iran from taking over. Well, now it looks like uh, this could actually happen. Iran could come in there and, and they could eventually take uh, Iraq, which would be a major uh, problem for well, the Why region. would that be? Like, what would that lead to? It would lead to a lot of destabilization. They would, they would be able to, before, think of what we were doing before to kind of slow down their progress toward Israel. Now they would have a straight... Uh, shot through there because they would be able to build the highways they were trying to build to get uh, all the uh, weaponry over there that they need. They've also already began to set up in Syria. So, you know, just last week we saw where the U.S. and uh, Israel had gone into a lot of different areas there in Syria, blown up some military installations that Iran was setting up there in Syria, which is right across the border uh, from Israel. But this would this could possibly potentially open up an area of Iranian control that are on the borders of other countries that, that it could pose problems for? But for you know, we live in the Bible Belt in the United States. That's right. on the other side of the world. Yeah. Why does this mean anything to me? Right, because we know what the prophecy says, Vince, about um, a third of mankind being killed from a war that will come from the area of the Euphrates River. Uh, this happens to be a very large area where the Euphrates River comes through, right through uh, Iraq. And so we, we've got this region that speaks of this war could happen at any moment. And then we have things like this happening over the weekend uh, where that area becomes very unstable. And um, it's just something that we're going to want to keep our eyes on because of the prophecy we have in Revelation chapter 9. Uh, speaking of this war that emanates from that Euphrates River area. Okay, you just told me that this could lead to a war that kills a third of mankind, mm -hmm. right? Right. How in the world do I avoid being troubled? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Um, you know, just like you were talking about before, Vince, when the, uh, when the disciples were in that boat and that sea was raging all around them, and Jesus was resting peacefully. He was asleep. Uh, you know, some of them cried out, Don't you even care what's going on right now, Lord? And the Lord woke up, spoke to the storm, calmed it down, 
and said, you guys got little faith. Come on. So we have to realize that we serve the God of creation, the God that can speak calm over any storm. Uh, He's given us this information so that we can understand these things. The Bible says that uh, prophecy is actually, the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of, of Jesus. And so it lets us know uh, that these things are coming, these things we gain faith by knowing that God's in control of these things. Uh, none of us are promised tomorrow. You know, I, I could leave here today and, and be killed in an automobile accident or die of a heart attack tonight in my sleep. None of us are promised tomorrow, but I can't walk around and be afraid all the time. If, if I lived like that, you know what it would be like? It would be like in the early days of COVID where we were all locked in our houses and scared to death to say hi to our neighbors and walk outside and get some sunshine on our face. Mm-hmm. It would be like that. That's what the enemy wants. That's what the devil wants. He wants us to be afraid. But we serve a God that is bigger than any of that. And so we don't have to be worried about those things. Not even a war that's going to emanate, that's going to kill one-third of mankind uh, from that region. We we just have to have faith and know that God's in control and we're going to be okay. Absolutely. Well, let's get to the phones now. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We are taking your calls today, so give us a call. There are open lines. Let's go to Larry in Indiana. Larry, welcome to End of the Age. Hello, it's uh, Larry again. Uh, just wanted to say that that light is still not on that lion and them eagle wings back there. Just put the light on the <laughs> eagle wings. That's the United States. We need to let our light shine in this country. They tell me and, the bulb uh, is out, Larry. Is that right? Well, at least just put the Put the light on the eagles. Wait, we need light. We need I'm gonna, I'm gonna to have to bring a flashlight up. in here. They don't sell these bulbs at Walmart that we've got. So absolutely. <laughs> I was gonna say I was. I was gonna call say I'm really scared. I ain't scared. The Bible verses God's not give us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. Amen. And this this split screen is just lovely. I just love it when you guys come together. just like you are now. It's great. All right. Well, we appreciate your call and your encouragement, Larry. Great perspective, and uh, maybe yeah. our pro- maybe our production team will get that light on. So we'll yeah. stop bugging you. All right. It's bugging a lot of people. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. We'll yeah. get them on well, it. I love y'all, and God bless y'all. <laughs> y'all doing a great job. I love it. Thanks, Larry. God bless you. God has not given us the spirit of fear, Doug. Yeah, that's right. It's but a of great power reminder. and of love. And of a sound mind. Yeah. What's that mean to you? Uh, man, that means so much. The, you know, the sound mind for sure is something that we all need to to uh, understand that God is not going to give us a mind that's going to be running rapid, crazy, uh, worried about everything like a chicken with her head cut off. You know, um, I, <laughs> I use that term and you understand what that means. I'm because very of well. The chickens. I do. But, <laughs> I've had to execute that before. You know, that sound mind, if... To, the way to have a sound mind is to understand what the Word says and be in the Word and understand the promises that God gives us. And, you know, I mean, through the power of the Holy Ghost, uh, we can do all kinds of things. And, and love, uh, you know, the Bible says that if if you do all these different things, but you have not love, you've got nothing. And so love is is a key to it, too. we got to love everyone. we got to remember that we don't have to be afraid of things. But we do this program out of love. We do it so that um, 
people can understand where we are and they don't have to be afraid. We know that there's other uh, programs out there that are uh, talking about these things that are getting the message out that people are hearing and we know that not a lot of them cover it from a biblical standpoint, that cover it from uh, you know a way that is trying to show love and trying to show grace and trying to show you um, you know how to be born again and how to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. So that's why we talk about these things and then we talk about what Scripture says to give you that peace and that sound mind. And if you're in the Word of God and you're praying every day and you have that relationship with the Lord where you're speaking to the Creator every day and then you're reading His Word, you don't have to be afraid of things and you'll have a sound mind and you'll have the peace, you'll have the love, you'll have all the things that you need to get you through uh, just like the disciples did. I mean, they just like being in that storm, being in that boat. And after Jesus did all that, they realized there wasn't any reason to be afraid. Doug, I hear what you're saying, and I agree. But there are times, I guess, when there's people that I know well that are doing everything they can. You know, they are serving the Lord. They are searching the Scriptures. They're praying. They're uh, trying to love their neighbors as they love them. They're doing all the things that... Uh, the Bible's telling us to do as best as they can, and yet sometimes they're troubled. And I'm not always sure how to process that, but um, I think I can use me as a as a way to navigate that in my mind because there's been times when, um, you know, I believe I'm doing everything I know to do and can do, and yet I do get troubled. And so I think that, it's just part of this never-ending wrestling match as as Christians as we're um, seeking the Lord and studying the Scriptures and yet we're wearing this flesh that we have that comes equipped with a good healthy amount of fear and anxieties and different things like that. And so it's this wrestling match that we're never going to totally get out of. Some people navigate it a little easier than others, you know, while, you know, there may be other areas of issue that that they may struggle with more. And so I think it's just something that we're going to have to remind ourselves that uh, every single day perhaps or however frequently is necessary that um, no matter what comes up, I don't have to fear. So that's how I've kind of navigated it down. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's true, Vince. We're always going, like I said before, we're always going to have that flesh uh, that wants to be afraid, but the spirit... If we live in the Spirit, we don't have to be afraid of those fleshly things. Amen. Well, give us a call. We'd love to hear your perspective. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. Endtime is a small nonprofit that runs a high traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. 
Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. You're listening to an End of the Age replay. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. If you've ever wanted to be on the show, now is the time. If you call right now, we'll, we still have time to get you on. So do that if you're interested in contributing to the conversation. Don't be deceived. Maybe you have been uh, burdened with anxiety and the Lord delivered you and you want to share a little bit of that um, or you have a question about any of that or a comment uh, we're taking your call, so uh, be sure to join us. I'd also want to remind you that this is the la- or tomorrow's the last day for our match campaign towards the production of Understand the End Time. We have a very generous partner who said they're going to double up to fifty thousand um, dollars when you give in the month of August. And obviously, the last day of August is tomorrow, and yet we are about twenty thousand dollars short of our goal for this match campaign. So if you want to help out with that and get your contribution doubled, again, up to $50,000, go to endtime.com slash UET or give us a call at 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463. Today and tomorrow only, your $50 donation turns into $100, your $100 donation turns into $200, and so on and so forth. So be sure to do that by tomorrow to get your contribution doubled. And don't forget, Doug's teaching this Sunday morning in Glade Water, uh, Texas, at um, Abundant Life. Abundant Life. Abundant Life on Money Street. I will not Four, forget that 409 name. 409 Money Street. Quite the, quite the address for a church, but uh, <laughs> they can't change that. All right. All right. <laughs> but uh, 409 Money Street in Glade Water. Make plans to uh, join up with Doug there this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. It will not be streamed online anywhere. So it's quite exclusive um, if you're in the Tyler or Longview area. Longview area, East Texas area. Make plans to come out. Doug and Tina would both love to see you there. Let me just say this too, Vince, because you know, we're talking a lot about things like you know, fear today and about being having flesh and spirit and all those things. So while we were on break a while ago, I just was thinking about one of the things we need to always remember is that it doesn't matter what we've done. It doesn't matter who we are. It doesn't matter what we think of ourselves. Jesus died for each and every one of us. Mm-hmm. That's why he came. He came, God robed himself in flesh to die on the cross for us. So we have promises. I mean, even if you've never been born again, if you haven't been through that experience, if you haven't ever repented of your sins and been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus and, and received the Holy Ghost, if, you, if you've never done any of that, but you're in a place where you're scared to death. You can still cry out the name of Jesus. The Bible says that the demons tremble at that name, that they flee at that name. Any battle that you're going through, any storm that you're going through, you need to remember that Jesus loves you no matter what. There's nothing you can do that would make him not love you. And so whatever you're afraid of, call on the name of Jesus Allow Him to work in your life and allow Him to come in and, and change your heart and get that relationship right. I grew up in a in a uh, very unstable, volatile situation a lot of times because I uh, grew up away from my 
uh, birth father and I lived with my birth mother and I had a stepfather who was an alcoholic. I actually had two stepfathers who were alcoholics and when they would drink, they would be very mean and angry. And um, I never knew what I was coming home to. I would come home from school. I never knew what I was going to walk into coming home, come home from work late at night. I had a job that I worked right after school and I would come in late and have to come in and do my homework. I never knew what kind of situation I was coming into. And sometimes I came into some very frightening situations as a, as a child, uh, as a young man, as a teenager. But God always had his hand on me. And I always knew that I could call out the name of Jesus and, and situations would change. I watched it happen my entire life. So I just want to give people understanding that it doesn't matter where you are in life. It doesn't matter what you're going through. The Lord loves you and cry out that name of Jesus. And I promise your situations will change. God will listen. He will hear you. Even if you think, I've prayed and I prayed and I prayed and God doesn't hear me. Well, pray some more. Uh, Because the more you do that, the more God's going to listen. And when you begin to live your life and chase after the Lord, the Bible says, you know, seek me while I may be found. So now's your chance. Uh, Right now we're living in a situation where we're watching things prophetically change every day. So get your relationship right with the Lord right now while there's time, while you have breath in your lungs and life in your body. You know, Doug, our sin, has some people's sin, our sin is, is big. But His love and grace is way bigger than that. You know, He knew who you and I and everyone out there, he knew who we were when he called and chose us. He knew those shortcomings. He knew our pedigree. He knew what our dad and mom did. He knew what we were raised around and what we were uh, doing in secret and in public and whatever else. He knew all those things. He knew everything about the disciples. Mm -hmm. Still called them. Still wanted them to be part of his kingdom. And he has that same love for, for all of us. Absolutely. And so it doesn't matter what we're going through. It doesn't matter how much fear you may have had or how much anxiety may have um, wreaking havoc in your life. He knows all that. He still wants to be engaged with you, and he wants you to be part of his kingdom and bringing other people into this wonderful kingdom. He knows the church hurts that you've gone through. Yeah. And he... It doesn't endorse a lot of that that you've dealt with necessarily, but he still called you. He still wants you to be in his kingdom. And so I'm thankful for that, Doug, because, you know, we all have a story. We all have plenty of dumb stuff that we've done. And in spite of all that, he he knew it all. He right. still knows it all. Amen. It's, it's okay. You know, he does want us to change. He doesn't want us to live in those sins any longer. He wants us to repent. We talked about that mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. Repenting is not saying, I'm sorry, and then still living in that stupidity. Right. It's saying, I'm sorry, and turning my back to it right. and not living in it. And that's probably the hardest part of all of it is, is actually turning your back. But you know when the Spirit gets in you, there's people that testify that when they receive the Spirit, we're baptized in His name. They no, they no longer crave those drugs or they no longer crave those addictions. And so... It's certainly possible for you to turn your back and uh, some people receive an immediate miracle in that regard and some people get it over time. But the key is to stay in His Word, stay in prayer, keep pursuing Him, seek Him first and His righteousness and everything else is going to be added to you, including that 
ability um, to say, God hasn't given me the spirit of fear. He's given me the, the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. That will come to you uh, if it hasn't already. So I'm glad that he uh, knew who I was and still loved and called me, Doug. Amen. Well, we got some calls we better get to. You can join us, too. The number to join us is 877-N-TIME. You know, there's breaking news, actually, before we get to the calls. Mikhail Gorbachev has reportedly passed away. Just wow. happened. Wow. He is actually on the cover. I don't think we yeah. can get it in the shop, but he's actually on the cover of the very first End Time magazine, mm-hmm. Slaying the Dragon. Yeah, and he had a lot to do with a lot of prophecy that's come to pass already. He sure did. Yes, sir. It'd be interesting to see... You know, there's a lot of talk of harbingers and things like that. Yeah. be interesting to see what develops in yeah. the coming months. But uh, he just passed away reportedly, so we will see what happens there. Uh, let's do get the phones. Let's go to Josh in Louisiana. Josh, welcome to End of the Age. Thank you. I'm glad to be able to be with you guys today. Um, I'm a first-time caller. As you can Wonderful. tell, I'm nervous. But... Uh, I just want to thank y'all that you're out there telling people what's going on and telling people not to be afraid because God has got it in control. Jesus is on the throne. Jesus has got everything. And when you, when you, when you get reborn, you do get peace about you. And I thank y'all for that. Yes. Amen, Josh. Totally agree. And uh, you're absolutely right. We get that peace when we come to Christ. That's right. So I just want to say thank you, and uh, y'all have a good rest of your day. Thanks, Josh. We appreciate that call. Very encouraging. We always love getting all the calls, but when when people call and are kind and and say nice things, that's nice, too. We appreciate Josh. And, you know, we were talking about it this morning. Obviously, uh, people who watch this show, um, they may know our names, Doug. They may not know who I am or who you are, but they know there's... Vince and Doug on here. They might call you Vince or me Doug or one of us Dave or whatever. Uh, But there's a whole team of people here. There's dozens of people working every single day. Um, And then we work with contractors around the world all the time. And, um, you know, there are people making everything happen here. And, of course, uh, very generous partners. This show is totally free for you to watch every single weekday. It's totally free on the television and on the radio. And uh, lots of free content on endtime.com and watch.endtime.com. Obviously, we do make some things available for a donation, but almost everything we do every single day is free. And so that's only possible because of generous partners out there uh, that not only contribute at endtime.com slash give, but also pray for us. We pray every single morning. We want to pray for you. So, uh, but, but you that pray for us, we certainly appreciate it and we feel it. Um, but again, we do pray every morning. If you have a request that we can pray with you about, go to endtime.com slash contact and fill out the form there. Doug, believe it or not, that's also free. We won't require you to give any money after you've confessed all your sins or anything like that. Uh, this is made possible because of a whole lot of team members here at End Time and partners around the world. And we're so grateful to be able to serve in the kingdom, help get the message out, uh, not only what it means to be born again, but also that Jesus is coming back again very soon. And so be ready. And uh, here's what's coming in current events and uh, what we can see through Bible prophecy. So we're so grateful to be serving in the kingdom alongside you all uh, here at End Time. Let's go to Tracy in Alabama. Tracy, welcome to End of the Age. Praise the Lord. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, we are. You too, Tracy. Caller. All right. Welcome. And, and I just had a comment on something that Vince said. Uh, the Lord gave me. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad at all. Okay. But you were talking about um, going through things and being very troubled. What What do we do? And Ephesians 6 and 13, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. So I just wanted to say that, and um, that is my plan. But I appreciate both of you. I listen to this show very regularly, and you both have a blessed day. Thank you so much for your call, Tracy. Two first-time callers back-to-back. I love it. Super encouraging. Yeah. What a great day here at End Time. We love that call, Tracy. Thank you for bringing that scripture up. You know, Doug, that's a good reminder. Mm-hmm. We've only got a few minutes left. We should talk on that for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Vince, there's that passage is a great passage. And I actually I posted that over, I think, yesterday or day before because of the fact that I've been uh, kind of studying that a lot lately. And uh, talking about the whole armor of God, how we, we put that on and what that's for. And one of the really interesting things is um, that um, we've talked about it before. Dave and I have talked about it. Dave and Brother Baxter talked about it. Uh, but in Revelation chapter sixteen fifteen, 15, uh, when it says, Behold, I come as a thief, and blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. We believe that that's like a last-minute call that the Lord is coming back right there, that that's like... The rapture is getting ready to happen there. And the garments that that's talking about are actually that armor of God. And we got scripture that backs that up. So uh, very interesting that she brings that up today. Absolutely. Well, don't forget to go to endtime.com slash UET to participate in our match campaign. Tomorrow's the last day to get your contributions doubled up to $50,000. And don't forget to go to endtime.com and watch.endtime.com. We'll be right back tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com.